Um, hello and welcome to the Life Laundry Podcast. I'm Gemma. <laughs> I'm Chippy. I just something's happened to me today. I have decided I've gone into my wardrobe. Yeah. I have taken out anything that has got colour in it and I've put it away. Okay. Um, I've decided for the time being, I'm just going to wear all black. I love all black. I just, I'm just thinking, you know, I'm going to have all, all black. I was trying to explain this to Derek. Oh, you're in all black. You see, I was trying to explain this to Mike, but he didn't really get it. I was like, I'm going to wear all black apart from my nails, my accessories, my shoes, my coat and my bag. And he's like, what? I was like, so basically my basics are going to be black, but everything else is going to have a pop of colour if I want it. So he's like, not all black at all then. I'm like, well, the base is going to be all black. And then, yeah. You didn't get it. Because I love your pink coat. Yeah. I don't think I have that anymore. I think you gave it away. <laughs> I do things like this with clothes. Sake. I know. So I, I just went onto the next website and I was just putting black and see what came up. <laughs> love that. In the basket, that. in the basket, in the basket. Is that, is that a bell sleeve top jumper? Yeah, but it's not super. Um, yeah, I really want that jumper. That's still, not new, is it? No, she's really old. It's it's, pr it's practically normal sleeve with with a with a slight nod to a bell yeah. voluminous sleeve because some of them are silly. Yeah, it's not practical when you're trying to do the washing up. But I'm really fussy about jumpers. Hmm. Um, about. I was going to say something else. We, we're going to talk about something. I can't believe you actually watched it. Why can't you believe I watched it? Like something I would watch. Well, it's like where our two passions combine. So <gasps> like... What's your passion? Tinder? <laughs> Mine's Swindler. No, it was just like current affairs, news, gossip with crime. Yeah, Joe, because we watched it on, oh God, I've done something to my neck. I watched it on Sunday night because Joe, usually we watch the detective, Italian detective drama and it's um, in Italian. So you have to read the subtitles and I had to research my other podcast. So I was like, well, I can't, it's got to be, so we've got to watch something in English. And Joe started watching something else, which loads of people had recommended, that looked really dry. What was it? The Making of Anna something. No, but my sister says I've got to watch that. That's what I'm she watching. She says that's that really good. Yeah. Yeah, that's next. No, this one was about... some sort of money, like, businessman fucking people over and it had William Hurt in it was it an actual it was like film? one of those docudrama oh. anyway and so I was like and so he and I was like you can watch you know as long as it's not really violent it doesn't matter and then I think he actually thought it was quite boring but he was like no we can't watch this. we can't watch this while you're Anyway, so then he was like, let's watch the Tinder Twindler. And I was like, totally not interested, but fine. Like, so I was like, yeah, 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 let's watch that thinking. Great, I can write my podcast and not 
pay attention. But actually, I it was really gripping. And I really like the fact that quite often, because I watch a lot of true crime documentaries or docu-series. And yeah, like I watched a great one on the Times Square killer the other day, but it's four episodes. Whereas I love that this was like one bam done. Uh, you get all the information. And I thought it was really well done. I watched it on Valentine's Day evening. There's nothing romantic than watching other people get screwed over in love. Whilst eating a cheese fondue. It was great. <laughs> fondue is having a massive resurgence. Um, I like to think I have something to do with that. Okay, so. I posted it on my Insta stories and everyone was yes. like, I need an, an um, a fondue set now. I'm like, oh, oh. cheese influencer. Um, yes, yeah, so. So. I have things to say so if if you haven't watched the tinder swindler that people might be thinking what are they talking about essentially it's a man um who was on tinder hang on hang on spoiler alert oh yes sorry spoiler alert that's what i was getting to um he's still on instagram by the way did you search him he's got at the time when i searched him he had 1.4 million followers and his bio was, there's always two sides for every story. And then I got scared and clicked off it <laughs> in case he saw me somehow that I was looking yeah, at I noticed that the women involved have like 600,000 followers. I didn't search them. Yeah, like uh, the main woman has six, 600,000 followers. See, I couldn't work out at the beginning whilst I was eating my cheese. And I was dipping my bread in the fondue. And I was like to Mike, the first lady, I was like, is she an actress? Because she, why is she smiling while she's retelling this story? That like, woman what? is incredible. I don't understand. I was saying to Joe, it really shows that deep under, underneath this cr- husky, crusty <laughs> shell, I'm an old romantic. Because I'm like, how can a man land that woman and she's not enough? And Joe was like, oh, because he's mentally unstable. No, I don't think it was about that. I, it was literally just about the money. I was just about the money, but I was like, he's obviously with the third girl for a long for the longest time, the brunette. Yeah, the one that um, that, that gets his stuff. Get the revenge, got her revenge. Yeah. Um, to be fair, I can't really remember the end because I'd had a couple of glasses of port with my fondue. So it gets a bit hazy towards the <laughs> towards the end. Have port and fondue. I'm talking into my microphone because having now edited, I know how much better the sound is. Um, yeah, the one at the end who's been with him the longest. She, uh, she's obviously given him some money but he's kept her around the longest. And I just am like, it's one thing, he's doing all the swindling and he wants the money and he wants the lifestyle and I get it. But I guess I just really struggle with like, that first woman is so beautiful, so smiley, so in love with him, that why is that not enough? You can do the swindling 
like he's of it, but do you, do you see what I mean? Like the third woman, it, <clears throat> I don't understand why. I don't know. I just find it really hard well, to compute. Because it. the reason why is because it doesn't matter what someone looks like. Look at all like those like rich. So, so, so this isn't about him. He's not like a sex addict that has to like. No, no, no. But this is what I mean. It's like he is totally mentally because Joe was then like because I didn't go and look him up on Instagram. Joe looked him up on Instagram. I looked the women up on Instagram and Joe was like, oh my God, there's just pictures of him with lawyers and him saying there's two sides to every story. And I was like, but they have all the voice notes. They have all the, like, they have all the evidence of him telling them that he's going to pay them back and telling them to get these loans out and all of that. So he doesn't have, like, what lawyer is going to take him on anyway? But that's not. But that's not the but point. Joe was like, he's mentally, he's not. Yeah. So he's like the ultimate con man, right? So I, the definition I didn't realize, and I hope I'm right when I say this, that a con, a con man or con person, whoever, con artist. Yeah, the con stands for confidence. Yeah, confidence. As well as being conned, right? Yeah, yeah. They yeah. exude so much confidence. And like when you look at all those women, especially the first one, like she was so taken in at first and he yeah. did all the right things. He made, he completely loved Bonda. And then so much so that when he started to pull away or do weird things, she was like, well, what's happened? Because I know that he's capable of acting like that because he's already acting Yeah, like but that it's typical. Made me feel that way. What am I doing wrong? But, it, that, but that is an example of like every form of abuse. Of course, of course. So he's pulling away. And as he's pulling away, he's taking her and she's sort of falling into, or the victim is falling into. Is, the thing is, and it is, I, I don't think he's capable of love. I think he's so narcissistic that he's not capable of love. I think what I'm trying to get at is that, like, she's really beautiful. She's really fun. He is very good at getting what he wants. Would she not be the ideal arm candy to take on this lifestyle with you? Yeah, but then she wouldn't I mean? able, he wouldn't be able to continue his lifestyle because he has to hop from woman to woman in order to maintain the money, to maintain but the But he lifestyle. has the, the third woman he's had for years, 18 months or something. Is the third woman the woman that never really, she didn't have a sexual relationship with him? She, no, that's the middle woman. That's Penilla. Penilla is the middle woman. So the third woman, was she still in a relationship with him while she, while she was filming the... Well, she... It's where it all went a bit hazy for me. <laughs> So the third woman is the one who calls the police and says he's land he's on this flight and he's landing. That's right. And then he messages her going, I've just been arrested, help. And she's like, and they say, does he know that it was you that called the police? And she says, not until now. Hi, Simon. Like she does not give a shit, which I thought was really balled out brave because he does send really aggressive messages being like, this is going to cost you more than money and I'm going to, you know, you've made a very bad enemy. And she's just like, fuck off. I'm calling the police. But 
yeah I just thought god he's he's manipulating because he has this this woman who's who's with for 18 months he has that Russian model who he's apparently with they say at the end she breaks up with him when the news breaks or whatever and I'm just like I guess it's that thing of you always go too far and that's how you get caught and I read someone someone commented saying never trust someone who wears that many turtlenecks no. <laughs> like true. if you think about it like literally trying to cover himself up as much as possible he's just it just shows you also because we see quite often like is quite a cruel meme going around of one of the Jenners. I'm going to say Kylie, but I don't really know the difference between them, if I'm brutally honest. I'm sure they'll care that I don't know the difference. Well, they talk very highly of you, Chippy, so they're going to be very good. <laughs> <laughs> so, but they've got a picture. There's a picture doing the rounds that says proof that money makes a difference and there's one of them before they make money and then one of them now the, the same one obviously and it's like <laughs> the complete, and it's the same when you see this guy in his instagram photos and all the pictures that are being taken and all of that and then you see him when he's sending her messages because he's homeless you see him at the end you, you they look and you're like just two like, different people yeah don't they? You're like you couldn't get any of these women and obviously there's problems with that. I know that it's all about but does that, uh, does but that like you have to like his inner confidence, like he's so confident in himself and he knows obviously when he had the money, he knows he's got this like je ne sais quoi or whatever it is, this certain quality. This charm. That he exudes and he's able, yeah, and he's able to exude. And it's it's almost becomes like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like if you tell someone how great you are and they're um inf you know they can be influenced enough they were like oh yeah he's great he's amazing also though i thought what was really telling as a mother of sons and you're a mother of sons when they get to his mother's apartment and she's like i don't speak to him i haven't seen him for years and i know that i know lots of people who don't have a relationship with their children or who don't have a relationship with their parent but i'm fairly sure that i'd be like ned ned now come on Give some of that money back. No, 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 no super club in Munich for you. Get that, that poor, that poor Norwegian woman. What are you doing? Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm hoping that it's some. It's going to be a real shit for your mum to be like, no. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping that some rich, nice person has repaid, you know, just done a, like a really nice thing. And gone, they I will give you £250,000. They've got a GoFundMe. So if you go to, I think she's called Cecile, um, the Norwegian lady. She's definitely got a GoFundMe on her Instagram. So if anyone does want to donate to get, basically, she's in £250,000 worth of debt. I think she's the worst. Panilla, I can't remember. I think she's about fifty grand. Cecile um they have a go from me but yeah it ticks me off he's got 1.4 million he gets let out of prison after what five years five months is he out now five months. oh yeah 
He did like five months. He did five months for conning millions out of people. Like he's quite the master crim, really. If you look at his lifestyle. I can't find her. And I thought, well, let me see. And I thought that was really interesting how, um, C-E-C-I-L-I-E -E underscore is her. C-E-C-I. Yeah. L. Oh, found her. So weird. It's um, so weird. But yeah, I was like, I wonder what a woman would have got in that. I wonder, it, I was, I felt very interested to know, which I think is why that Anna documentary, it would be good to watch. But like, I wonder how a woman would be viewed. Because I thought what's really nice is the, the first, the Norwegian lady and the Swede, Pernilla, they're besties now. And like the three women are really close and, and everything. And I think that's really good. And they're trying to take him down. I have a feeling that the Norwegian ladies set up a charity or some sort of thing to help other people who are going through similar. But I am intrigued to know that if you were a woman and you lived that lifestyle and you conned men out of the money, would you have been out of prison after five months? I mean, Joe very rightly was like, he either went to a Greek prison or he went to an Israeli prison. Five months in either of those prisons is not the same as five months in Wormwood Scrubs. So hopefully he had a pretty nasty time. But I mean, he yeah, he must be completely. He's is he living in his in an alternate reality because he's just come out back back to it like. Well, would you let me ask you a different question? Let's come at it from a slightly different angle. Would you chips and bravy? Don't, don't and what? Chips and bravy. Yeah. No. Would he have taken you in? Um probably not, but partly because I have such bad credit history that I can't get credit. <laughs> So it would just been the logistics where it would have fallen down. Also, also, I you know, as much as I would love to have lots of money, but I would love to have lots of money because of the worry that money causes, and I'd like to have that worry taken away. I don't like flying. I do like holidays. I, I don't want to go clubbing and drinking lots of champagne. Um do you know what I mean? That lifestyle. Okay, is so... maybe a different lifestyle. Maybe if, say, his name was like Rob and he had a villa in the south of France and he did all the things that you wanted. Yeah. He was going to buy me a pony and we were going to live in the south of France. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he was a musician in a band, probably. And I mean, I might do. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and be like, no, I wouldn't be taken in. When I, yeah. And when I look at it, so I. Would you um, have sent the money because also 
we're coming so this at this is, from like 40 year old mums yeah so like what so this is how i look at it right and bear with me because it's a bit of a scramble in my head again because of the port but so like when i i it's all it, for me it felt like they would have gone on a date and and what really stuck with me was i think the first woman said or someone said and it was like ping there you go he really listened to me mm. so like he he would have like he and this is in exclusive to him it's exclusive to all people it's like all people will act like this listen 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 they'll gain lots of information and then they'll use that information that you've willingly given up against you so like say if you'd sat opposite this dude on a first date or you'd been speaking to him on tinder and you're like oh i love ponies you know blah blah, blah and, and all this information he's right he's probably got a little notebook writing it all down and then he gives you what you want and it's so seductive that it's, it's almost the, like, it is that thing and it's it's what women always complain about about men is they don't listen or I don't feel like I'm being listened to or and so as soon as you're in that position but yeah the Norwegian woman was like I suddenly realized because she blocked him and then he started calling her mum and he was like I know where you live I have people watching you and she was like I realized he knew everything about me he booked flights for me so he had my passport yeah he knew where my mum lived he'd spoken to my mum on the phone he knew where do you know what I mean and it's like it's not even that he's asked you questions that would be suspicious he's asked you questions that if he's flown you to places and you've stayed in hotels with him and he's said he's coming to Oslo to meet your family why wouldn't he have your mum's phone number giving you something that you've longed for for so long the second like I guess having been in like a in a position in a relationship where I could kind of sense the red flags when my first marriage broke down I refused to believe that they were there because it's just like no 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 no, this isn't happening to me I'm just overthinking it um you know I could be hormonal or something well and she starts and I think the reason she's so smiley and I think that's why I found it so because she's so smiling and the fact that she was like I want the fairy tale I want And I think that's why she was smiling. She just has this vision of what it could be like. It's almost like you fall in love with the concept rather than the person. Well, yeah, but she she was crying and she was like, I, I, I was in love with him. Mm-hmm. I was going, you know, he had made her go and look around flats with him on FaceTime. I mean, that's a huge time investment that went into this and I think that's what's really interesting is lots of people get conned and lots of people are in abusive manipulative relationships but the fact is it's like she went and looked around loads of a really you know 15,000 pound a month apartments in London mm-hmm. and I think that level of manipulation for me I just was like I, I think that's what it was I was like she's in in the UK getting phone calls from the bank every three days to because of you using all the cards and you're having a fucking amazing time with another woman and she's being shat on over here. And then at the end, they say to her, have you been on Tinder since? And she was like, yeah, immediately, loads. She's just has that, that dream and he will have sensed that and absolutely preyed on it so like I think when 
I when I think he absolutely would have caught me out when I was younger. I didn't have the money to spend then at all. But then there's that question of why don't why don't you trust me? Why don't why don't you love me? Like you know, you've already sent me twenty five thousand. What's what's rock? What's but also you know, he'd so he'd done it so cleverly that it checked out that he was this billionaire's yeah. son, and. I want to know whether his business associate and his bodyguard is really his bodyguard. We're in on it. I just reckon that was some dude he found on the internet picture of and just used it. No, because they have videos of him in the club. Are they together? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So what do you mean? So is, is he, he ill on salary? Does yeah. he think that he is a billionaire's son? Do you know what I mean? How far, how deep does it go? and you see but then, but then so he does all of this and he's really clever I think that's the thing is he is really clever about how he does it because I yesterday for my coaching course had to book eight zoom calls from a selection of what's four times six four times six 24. from a select that uh -huh. 24 I had to select eight out of yeah. 24 all of them scheduled in New York time. So I had to look at all of them, see what the time was here, and then make my choice. This took me hours, and I think I've done it wrong. <laughs> to be able to work out who's giving you what money, where, who's on what phone call, who's sending you what phone card, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. The man is, in a way, a fucking genius. I but mean, he's, he, his ultimate job would be, like, to be a PA for someone. Yeah. He'd be a great PA. He's got great organisational skills. Really good, because I wouldn't be able to keep up with it. But where he went wrong, and, and also the, the, the one where he didn't have the romantic relationship, Panilla, you know, she's like, he came to have coffee. He flew to have coffee with me because I was having a bad day. And that, for me, was like, that that is clever. Because... If you fly across the world to have coffee with me because I'm having a bad day, which is kind of a woman's ultimate thing, when he knows he's not going to get laid, why would he then steal from her? And also spend that money on the flight. But what I found very interesting was what fucked him up was that when that newspaper article came out and his girlfriend, the third woman, who's been going out with him the whole time, sees it and sees all the info she's like the videos that have been shared by the newspaper are videos that he sent to me and that's where he fucked up he just had stock videos that he sent to every woman which I, I you know I'm a content creator I get it it's time saving but it's gonna bite you in the ass and it well, like, it's like you said like if, if you flipped it say you're the woman who he's flown out um just to have a coffee with her. So he's taken a flight just to have a coffee with her. Mm. When you put the boot on her foot and say, for example, she starts to get some doubts or she starts to smell a rat or something like that, she will then start to question her own sanity because her head will be like, what is wrong with you? This person has just flown like, and, and you don't trust him? Yeah. Like you can imagine that in That's a dialogue. Not, and she's like, he's my best friend. 
and that's what I think is so, uh, makes me so sad is that I was like she thought she had this amazing friend who that do you know what I mean and like no he's a twat um if 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 a man looking like Joe Wicks who owned a private gym and a Land Rover with cream leather interior and was like Gemma come over I'm gonna get your own Land Rover it's it's gonna have cream leather interior you can go this is your own gym go in wherever you like what do you think do you think you'd give the money if you're in your 20s if you look like Tom Hardy and I've never I never fancied Joe Wicks I just like him okay let's switch ever <laughs> um i don't know i i actually don't i don't know I, I think if i had if i had enough money then probably i would give them some yeah i think what's because interesting you... yeah i mean because also i've given someone a tenor in london who turned up on my door and pretended they'd been locked out and, blah, 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 and i was so confused and their story was so convincing and they got me at a time where my brain was not functioning. And then after they left, I was like, fuck, you're- oh, And what, what sort of plays in my head is like when Mike and I first got together, we had a very long distance relationship. Now he was in, he was on the, in the other side of the world. And your first date was- Bangkok. You could have- I met him, you know- You know, <laughs> did. Huh? No, so like we, but the difference was I, I kind of knew him from before. Yeah, it was still God, a risky scenario. But that's the thing. But also, what year did you meet? Oh, my what mom. year was this? Oh, oh she's a romantic. Two, two, I'm not. I never remember dates. Mm. Um, two, two thousand and. 10, 11, I can't remember. Somewhere around that time. Yeah, Ben would be born in 2017. No, 2015. Yeah. So, also at that time, we did, there was no Tinder. There was no, and that's the thing. Now, if you said, oh, I'm going to go to Bangkok to meet, we'd all be like, oh, oh, Gemma. Oh, but actually, it was fine. I think it's well, sad. The thing is, it was so unlike me. It was so out of character for me. To like, but you did know him before. Yes, I did. But what he I did was an usher at your first wedding. Yes, and what I also did was I went to the bank before I went. I because I, I have never had a credit card in my life. I still don't have one now. Okay, but I, at the time I did. So I went. I went to the bank and I I said to the bank manager, which you couldn't do nowadays either. No, I can't. No. This is what's happening. I'm really scared. I'm going to be a female traveling on my own. And I need to have something in case he's not who I think he is, who I need to get back quickly, or I need to get a separate hotel room or something like that. And he gave me a credit card. And so I did protect myself. Did you book a one hotel room? <laughs> no. You little sauce pot. <laughs> Gemma Bray, I just thought you'd be like, I'll be in the ladies wing. We had it. It was like a, it was, a special code before you're allowed to come into the ladies' wing. It was a villa. 
Okay, so there was room. There was like lots of little rooms um, and it had an outside shower, I'm going off piece now, that had a resident toad that used to croak at you and also a massive spider the size of my hand. I used to shout like this. <laughs> oh no, oh, Joe would have had to dispatch that for me. <laughs> but yeah, so like it's a similar, like it could have gone a completely different way. Yeah, I mean, I think that's it though, isn't it? I look at the stuff that I used to do to meet men sounds weird but like that now would just be if you read about it something happening to someone in the paper you'd be like what was she doing what was she doing like I used to uh, I had a boyfriend once that used to hand out flyers at the um at, in central London at a club off Tottenham Court Road and he used to finish his shift at half two in the morning and I used to sleep on a bench off. Uh, I used to finish my work at midnight and I used to sleep on a bench for two hours in Golden Square <laughs> until he finished work. Wouldn't do that now. Uh-huh. And if you had heard that I'd been murdered, you'd be like, well, what the fuck was she doing? Do you know what I mean? But at the time, you're like, well, I'm tired. I've worked all day. What was funny, though, was I got on to the so obviously right now most of us are ladies oh i have to give a shout out to somebody yeah who is a man who listens but i think he listens to us via his girlfriends or wives or female someone female someone's account so he's hit he sent me a message to say i'm i'm skewing all of your statistics i am in fact male hello i can't remember his name hello <laughs> hello he messaged you on live laundry Instagram. Instagram Life Laundry? No, The Organised Mom. Oh! I know, I'll, I'll try and find it. But yeah. what I was going to say was, Hi. most of us listening are female. Yeah. Okay, and I've completely what I was gonna, forgotten what I was going to say. Okay, right, yeah, so obviously, I packed all my nicest underwear. Obviously. Didn't pack my period pants or anything like that. There was no, like, grey Marks and Spencer's knickers that have been hanging around my drawer since 1994, yeah. right? Um, That's another thing. I only have black underwear. See, this is a thing that I'm thinking about. You see, I don't have to think about any of that. I only have. Everything is black. Yeah, it's it's just it's a win-win. Anyway, so I said goodbye to Derek. It was awful. I've, I I I was bereft, like, genuinely bereft. It was horrific, horrific. What, when you left Derek, when I had to say goodbye to him at Bangkok. Oh, and like that's the one. That's it. It was awful. It was awful because we had no future plan. He was just going back to New Zealand. And and because I was so scared of getting food poisoning in Thailand, all I ate basically was Pringles. And you know how much. Anyway, so. Well, well, yeah. But this shows how much I love him. I never ate a single Pringle until he came back to this country. Did he he care about that? No, but for me, it was a matter of principle. Because I walked, I walked into Bangkok Airport. I said goodbye to him. Obviously, I was getting a different flight, and um, I saw a packet of Pringles. Did I cry? Oh yeah. Jesus. Anyway, and this is the story. Right? I saw a packet of Pringles in like the duty free at Bangkok Airport, and it was just like the, the gates opened. Oh, so, God. so I had my case full of my nice underwear going home. Single woman. Um, I had stupidly hadn't wrapped it in that 
wrappy thing, right? Yeah. Um, so they decide to empty my case, right? So they pull me to one side and they're holding all of it. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, this um, this is more Sneggy underwear. Huh? Sneggy what? underwear. Oh. <laughs> no, it was clean. I'd packed that much stuff that most of it <laughs> worn. I literally had packed for a year. Anyway, um, so the people getting on my flight had seen this, like this, you know, ooh, what's this? So they'd seen Mike wave me off at the gate, me crying. And then my brother-in-law picked me up at the other side. <laughs> the whole flight, I just, I just, I just had like quite a lot of whiskey. Yeah. And I was sat in between these two men and I was just sobbing the whole way, like the whole 13 hour fight, I just cried, I couldn't eat. Oh, and this guy on the right, Eric. this guy on the right hand side of me was like, are you okay? Are, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm just, I'm just need some time like that. And he was really upset. I'd be like, can I, can I move seats? <laughs> yeah. And that, so I can, I can totally That's understand. That's so sweet that you loved Derek that much. Oh, I actually still remember the physical feeling I had in my chest. Even now, it makes oh. me want to cry. And I, I remember going home and my dad picking me up from... Um, and now he's downstairs in your house, annoying the pants off you in a different way. I know, I know. And, like, and, and, and my dad picked me up from the train station. Um, yeah. And he went, are you all right? And I just said to him, you had to get me a McDonald's. <laughs> It's the only thing that I could think of. I'm like, my dad got me a McDonald's. And, and now look, you're <laughs> in your house. You've, you're, you've got three books published. Derek is somewhere in the house or in his office. He's putting his desk up in his office. He's putting his desk up in his office. You've got an extra little boy. Like... Yeah. There is things can change. Things can get better. Oh, yeah, the dream can happen. Not for the not for the Norwegian lady with the with the billionaire. But that's maybe that's the thing. When I first started going out with Mike, he wasn't a billionaire. No, but also, if you look at not the, billionaire now, the type the of women that he's gone for, they are kind of businessy women, silk shirts, very well put together. So, I think a I think I'm safe. Uh, on that front unless someone's like I've oh god give me a woman in dirty jeans and some wellies uh then oh, I'm what? in dirty jeans and wellies oh, okay. I wear most of the time. uh he's constantly talking about duck pens um then you know I'm in trouble but <laughs> but she started this I don't know if it is a charity or a business. She started this business. She's met these two amazing women. Like, it could be what she needed, just not what she thought she needed in a non-patronising way, because I don't think... Yeah, the universe does so Like, stuff. she was saying she felt suicidal and checked I'm herself just... into a psychiatric hospital. I must have been and... dipping my fondue at that point. I think <laughs> you were dipping your fondue. Yeah, she was driving across... Uh, bridge in Oslo and was like and then oh, yeah, yeah. coming the other way and she was like I'm just going to drive into the lorry um, very sensibly checked herself into hospital but mm. yeah I think it's that awful patronising thing of like 
it's how you deal with stuff. Like it doesn't mean you have to deal with it well at the time, but it's how you, what you make of the situation. And that she seems to have made a very good thing in the situation. And, and you have with Derek and your kinky bag of pants. I'll never forget that. It was like, it was literally like a scene from Bridget Jones. My friend who <laughs> listens went on a, I'm not going to tell the full story because she will kill me. She just went on holiday and she um, lost her suitcase. And she is a single lady and a professional. Oh, I'm single lady. And she, you know, likes clothes. And so she lost her suitcase. And I was like, fuck, it's awful losing a suitcase because, you know, are you ever going to see those clothes again? And you usually take on holiday stuff you really like. But for her, like, it's really nice, like hush jumpers and really nice stuff. So I'm like, it, it sucks for anyone to lose their suitcase, but that's one hell of a suitcase <laughs> that have gone missing. Um, whereas you just had a big bag of pants. I had a big bag. I of just pants. imagine you with like a suit, like the biggest suitcase possible. Yes, it basically was. Yeah. In fact, when we landed, because we 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 went to Bangkok and then we hopped to somewhere else. Can't remember. So this little like tiny, it's a tiny insignificant detail. And 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 then I was like, "Where's my case?" Everyone's got their case because my case was so big and heavy. It had its own section. Because <laughs> <laughs> I panicked, like I. I completely panicked. Like I just got like, out. Of we'll my... never replace what's in there. What's in there? Two hundred and fifty pairs of pants <laughs> and a credit card. And a credit card. Why is your credit card in your big luggage? But the funniest thing was, let me just tell you this before we get on to positives of the week, because Mike and I were actually talking about it the other day. So. I was like quite confident, like, cause we used to speak online. So like, you know, you can only see this part, you know, and I used to always make sure the lighting was nice and, you know, mm. angles and that sort of thing. And um, I remember when um, I landed first, which was risky cause he might not have turned up. So I landed first in Bangkok mm. and I saw him come around the corner. <laughs> do you know what I did? <laughs> oh, I do know what you did. I told you. <laughs> I hid behind the password. This new, <laughs> this postcard like display, you know, those vertical like skinny. Yes. I hid behind it. Bearing in mind, I'm almost six foot. It didn't really conceal me. I, like, I didn't panic. And right, it's going, I can, Gem, Gem, I can see you. And I'm, and I'm spinning it around going, no, no, no. No, this is weird. I regret this. I regret it. It's not as weird as if you spend the entire time behind a postcard twiddler. <laughs> I just think about it now, I want to die. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. Oh, what's been your positive of the week, Jiffy? Um, my positive, well, I mean, usually we're doing this on a Thursday. Mm. Oh, I now think tomorrow's Friday. This is going to throw me off. It's going to, you're going to be like, Stephen Tyler from Aerosmith was so whacked out on drugs for years yeah. that, uh, and would get on stage and perform fine but one night uh they started the set with a song they usually finished with and then he just knocked his microphone over and walked off 
and they need to come back on stage and i feel like this might be like our week where we're like no tomorrow's friday everybody it's friday focus (laughs) and we're just not no one's going to tell us any different um my positive of the week is one of the reasons we moved to hampshire was partly to just have a little bit of more financial freedom but also because I'm a country bumpkin and I feel like I know what to do in a country bumpkinish way. And we're on day two of half term. And already my kids have played at their grandmother's. We've been to soft play, which, you know, is not my favorite place. My mother held my hand while we went to soft play. <laughs> um, we went to a farm this morning and my middle child went, they were real animals, not animatronic ones because he's used to going to the National History Museum where, Natural History Museum, where um, they have the big dinosaurs. Mm. So he, that, whereas these are actual animals that they fed and they went in a maze. They had a really nice time. So that's my positive of the week because I feel like you live in, it's the, it's the classic thing of like, you don't take, you live in London, you don't go and see all the stuff or you can't afford to go and see all the stuff or whatever. And there's loads of free stuff to do in London, but I'm shit. So I'm really appreciating having that kind of thing. What's your positive? Um, I don't have a positive. I have a tale of the week. Um, because it's just funnier than a positive. Okay. So um, when we had Storm Eunice on Friday. Yeah. Was, was it windier? It was windier for us on like Sunday. It was windier for us yesterday. Monday. Yeah, it's been anyway. Carry on. Um, I panicked when they put us into a red zone, and I all I could think of was the chickens. Right, so I brought them in. Mm-hmm. Um, never bring chickens indoors. Do you know what a lot of my friends with chickens did, which might have been better. Mm, telling me now, are they? Telling me now, right? They put them in the bath. Oh no. It was like they they were shitting, but they were shitting vertically. Then they can rinse it out. Oh yeah. They'd have they'd have flown out. My chickens fly. Anyway, within the space of like 30 minutes, there was poo up the wall. You alright? You're where you going? Literally nothing makes you move quicker than the sound of a dog puking. You know they're like pumping noise that a dog makes yeah, yeah. who's been searching that area off that's something for me to deal with in a minute yeah so they were pooing yeah anyway they made such a mess anyway i complained about it on my instagram and someone said to me next time there's a storm and you bring them in and i was like there won't be a next time they're, they're literally on their own next they're time. on their own chicken nappies oh <gasps> no thing now my chickens are a nightmare to catch apart from one of them who's kind and likes me all the others just don't like me um so i can't imagine not only catching a chicken but then turning it over and putting a nap (laughs) derek can do that (laughs) that's amazing because my i thought my friend who put it in the bath was quite clever because when you i i had her her um chickens are named after like 60s icons so she's got like edie sedgwick and Patty Boyd and things like that. So her chickens are, so I had Edie Cedric and Patty Boyd and things in the bath. And then I just had you being like, fucking chickens, shitting oh. everywhere. 
God, I'm always hoping for another storm. Look at that. <laughs> it's quite happy. So there you go, everybody. If you have chickens and you need to bring them in at some point, chicken, chicken nappies, nappies are, are the way to go. Yeah, because I said to Joe, what we're going to do with the ducks if there's another storm. Have you got ducks now? Three weeks. The ducklings are arriving. Three or four weeks. Got to build a fucking pen. Did Derek do yours? Don't forget to put a roof on it. I've got to do a roof on it. But I'm just doing netting on it. Yeah, just so that birds can't get in. Yeah, chicken wire over the top. Yeah. Did Derek build yours? Yeah. Does he want to come up here and build it? The amount of expletives that care. And also splay out the wire, yeah? You're going to do that, yeah? I'm going to dig a trench. Yeah. Put the wire in to the ground and then bend it over and then tuck it in and then fill it in the trench. Okay. So foxes can't get them. We splayed. Yeah. So we dug it down, but like we took it out a meter. So nobody's getting in there. Hopefully. Fair frost. Oh, okay. Well, what I'll do is I post a picture of a chicken in a nappy. Yeah, good, good. Um, and I'm editing this week, and we shall speak to you all next week. Did everyone love the picture of Gem Gemchi in her book nook? Oh. Yeah, but I, I I wasn't looking at my best. You lost all your positivity out of your bottom. That's right, I had a positive. And then your chickens lost all the positivity out of their bottoms. Yeah, and now you go and go and clear, clean up your dog sick. It looked like, I don't, Eddie probably doesn't do this. Loki eats stuff mm. that then comes back as it was. <laughs> I've got to go and deal with that. <laughs> and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we shall speak to you all next week. Say goodbye, Chippy. Bye-bye. Bye. bye. bye.